this is how we'll start. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Flicks and a Whisk, the classier, more refined cousin of Flicks and a Six. I'm one of your hosts, Alessandro Biolsi. With me, forever and always, the man, the myth, the armchair expert, Anthony Costanzo. Say hello, Ant. Do you concur? On this week's episode, we'll be incorrectly predicting the major award <laughs> category winners. I can't. <laughs> Come I, on, man, I was so close. You were so close, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't go with this. on the, literally the last sentence, but Ooh. first, what are we drinking? Oh my lord, we are both drinking different years of the Dalmore. Yes. You have the Dalmore 12, which is a wonderful, wonderful one. I have the 15, which is an even more wonderful one. <laughs> uh, actually, a shout out to Jason Wood for giving me this. Oh. This was a this was the known more commonly as Jay Wood. The scotch that he brought to the um, to my thirtieth. Ah yes. The 12 is the one that he brought to the bachelor party, which is my I first time I, I had it. My, I don't think the one that I brought you for your thirtieth survived. I think that was over pretty quick, wasn't it? Uh, is that the bottled and bond? Yes. That has, there's like a very small amount of it left. Well, I know we drank a pretty good amount of it. We drank most of it. (laughs) I assumed it was gone by now. But yeah, so here, here we have the, I'll I'll be, I'll be sipping on my, my Delmore 15 real quick here. Just give it a nice little cheers and a taste. Hey, get your cheers in, man. Get your cheers. Oh, ooh, that was, that was thuddy. The aroma of this one is just wonderful. (laughs) I love it. Mm. Mm. We should do more of these more fancy versions of the show. We can we can do it periodically. We've been yeah. teasing this for a while that we might want to do this for our Oscars episode. It'll definitely um, be a yearly thing. We're going to do things since we're doing things a little differently in regards to us doing an Oscars primer episode. Uh, we figured we'd turn things on their head a little bit, and I would drive the show and do the intro and everything. It's very strange. Um, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, one of the two of us saw all of the major Oscar movies and one of us didn't. Um, so to mask that as well as possible and actually give you some value in this episode, uh, we're kind of being, basically going to do it as if I am interviewing Anthony with me sporadically interjecting the little bit that Wait. I can contribute. I thought you saw all of them. This is awkward. <sighs> <laughs> I kid. I can. I actually finished my... So as... As you know, I've said it on here numerous times, Al knows uh, very well, I, uh, Kim and I watch the best picture, nomin- the best pictures are the ones that we have, that we, you know, we have to see. And then we'll, we'll try to see other ones that are like, if we can reach into best actor and best actress and supporting actor and supporting actress that weren't also in the best picture category, we'll try to get as many of those through as possible. This year we didn't get a, a ton of those in, uh, unless it was just by happenstance, but Today, uh, just before this recording, which is actually we're recording late tonight, uh, is I just finished the last one <laughs> for this year. So it was, it's very fresh, very fresh in my mind. Well, I will say, uh, one of these years, I will actually get to all of them like you. Cool. Um, this year, through a combination of schedule, uh, technical difficulties, and just outright unabashed laziness, mm. um, I only saw two of the best picture movies and how many are we nominated for uh there's a total of 10 right 10 uh or at least that's the max i don't know i don't don't remember i I just know that i saw all of them (laughs) i don't remember off the top of my head how many there were i know i figured you're going to be going through the list 
Yes. Um, so we have Black Panther, mm. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. That's only eight this mm. year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, but I remember it used to be only five um, were available. And then after the Dark Knight debacle, they up they upped it to a total of ten possible movies. I just so, hope that there's somebody every year that has like a write-in ballot for the Dark Knight. <laughs> that just keeps doing it. Like, just never got over it. I mean, I'm I didn't. I'm entirely sure it works that way, but... Yeah. It can. You can write what you want. <laughs> they won't sure. take it seriously. <laughs> um, though, since there's ten possible, I think that's correct. I could just be saying things that aren't true. Um, there goes. Making up the rules. It does seem odd that they didn't possibly nominate a couple extra ones that seemed like they were notable subs. Mm-hmm. Uh, namely things like If Beale Street Could Talk, uh, First Man, I've heard mentioned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Interestingly, I saw both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that whether you loved them or hated them or somewhere in between, uh, they did seem to be movies that potentially should have been included in the mix. I mean, so if you could, if you have Roma on this list, um, <laughs> it's hard to say that those two didn't deserve to be a part of the conversation. If you have Roma on this list, like let's be serious, where's Good Time? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where's, where's good time? Well, according to the reviewers at The Ringer, um, it was one of the finest movies of the year. So, well, the year it came out. It wasn't last year, but still. Yeah, I remember when I used to like it that was, site. It was in, like, the top five <laughs> of the top 20 or the top 50, like, indie movies of the last, since 2000, I think it was. Yeah. No. No. We're not going to, yeah. we're not going down that rabbit hole again. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um... Do not want to fully reopen old wounds. No. Um, so let's kick it off with the best picture. Uh, I just listed off all of the movies that were nominated. I'm mm-hmm. not going to relist the movies that were nominated. Anthony, first I would like you to lead off with what's your choice for best picture this year? My personal choice for best picture is Green Book. Okay. Uh, I saw that, I think it was maybe two weeks ago, and it was, you know, we're getting towards the towards the end. I think it was the last one... The, uh, it was the second to last one that I saw to round out the uh, the whole viewing party, but there was just some that that movie was super entertaining to me. It was very fun. To, it was like very entertaining to watch, which is a uh, which was a nice change of pace considering the one that I watched right before that was Roma. Um, and man, as, as you know, and as I've said on this show numerous times, I just love me some Mahershala Ali. I just want him in all the things. I think he's a fantastic actor, and I was excited to see him in this. We also love our Viggo Mortensen. Oh, of course. It's hard. It, it's just the the Italian accent that he does. It was it was it reminded me of home. It was oh, great. Sure it, it was great. Uh, the it's just overall entertaining. That they, they're not. He's not a good person from the get go. Like he's he's a he's got a good heart, but he's got you know he's got flaws. But we all have flaws, and that's I think that was kind of interesting about it. But it's amplified because there's. There is this, there is the undertone, not the undertone, the, the main theme of race and the complications of the time period and how, like, nobody in his family seems to be accepting of black people except his wife. Um, but they're, they're not, like, outwardly vocal against them. They're just, they say, they, they do things and say things that are just, like, you know, as, like, a... It's just like a remnant of the time. Like the people around you, almost like everybody at the time was racist, basically. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, there's certain people that are, are coming around. 
And his wife was one of those people that it's just like, I don't really see that what this problem is that people seem to have. And um, his love for his wife, I think, helps with him being more compassionate as the movie goes on. And he fosters a relationship with Mahershala Ali's character, which is just... It's just absolutely, uh, like, it, there. It's, it's just so much fun to watch. And there's also, like, there's some themes in there of, like, this old school Italian guy who, like, it's, your word is everything. And, you know, be respectful. Like, of like you better be respectful to me and I will be respectful to you kind of thing. Which I think was really fun to watch. Especially when there's a, there's a wonderful scene in the movie. This is, what makes the, this is one of the things that makes the movie for me. The movie's fun. There's a lot of entertaining stuff that happens to it. It's also very sad and dark because it's, it's you know, it's not far off from where we are, like, devolving into now again. And it's also a how things were. <laughs> and it's, uh, what's, uh, what I loved about it was they uh, it just, he, there's this one beautiful scene where Mahershala Ali's character thinks that... Uh, Vigo Mortensen's character is going to leave him on the road because he's got a, an offer to do something else for a lot more money. And their relationship is a little rocky at this point, which is you can understand why he would think that. But he's like, I told you... Like, he was offended when he was approached by it. And he's like, I told you that I would do this job for this amount of time, for this amount of money. He's like, nothing's changed. And like that was it was like a really endearing scene. Yeah. And I think that was like the... That was something that like really strengthens their relationship going forward, and it was just wonderful to watch. Now I've read some stuff about how like they, the families didn't sign off on the story and how it's probably not like accurate. And I'm I am okay with that. It's not yeah, I, super I'd be important. Curious. To me. That's something that I'm interested in seeing uh, where the conversation around that goes, um, vis a vis this movie having the potential to win because for a while it seemed like it was going to be one of on like the short list of like the absolute front runners for this award. It seemed for a while that the sentiment was behind this movie to be the surefire winner. Um, despite the fact that it shows some similarities, uh, in a lot of ways thematically, um, to three billboards, um, which is a very recent thing, which also had its own controversies surrounding it. Um, so I'm. I don't know if they can survive. This movie can survive all that noise, because mm -hmm. it, the fact that it is based on a true story and one of the two main characters' family is pretty indignant over the portrayal of the relationship. Right. Um, and that seems to specifically be it over the relationship, saying that um, the fact that it seems that over the course of this movie, the two of them uh, end up to be pretty good friends, mm. and that that was not the case in real life right yeah and that's what i read too and i understand like i i don't go in, i'm not in there for a documentary or to get this you know this exact true telling of something i am in there at the end when i go to the movies i'm there for my own entertainment i'm there to see a film that i'm going to enjoy um which as you know is not always the case with these oscar movies uh this one on the other hand was fantastic i was pleasantly pleasantly surprised i just i just thought i was on i was Afraid that everything that I watched this Oscar season was just going to be brutally sad. Um, this I, will, had... I will say this didn't seem to be as interesting and exciting of a group of movies, possibly, as in some other years. Mm -hmm. um, although, which isn't to say that there aren't some good movies in here. I very much enjoyed uh, Black Panther. I very much did not enjoy Roma. Um, <laughs> and I really want to see 
Black Black Klansman, uh, the favorite, and Green Book. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and Vice too. Actually, I, you know, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Um. So, if this movie weren't to win, what would be your number two and three, uh, to round out a little uh, podium a... thing here? Which Which were the other ones that you'd be good with winning if it wasn't this one? Okay, that's a really good question. I have been I've been thinking so far in the lens of what do I want to win, and not. What's next after that? Oh, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to talk about what we think will win you. I, if you were the one, if you were the sole voter. Right, if it was me. Green Book gets your vote for first. What gets your vote for second? Uh, this is interesting. Um, it's going to have to be Black Klansman. Okay. Um, tell me, tell me. Black Klansman was... It, it's just... There's a lot of movies this year that were like, that were very dark, um, thematically because of how real the concepts are that they were portraying. Um, this was one of them, and it was you know, it was difficult to watch, but it's, I felt like it was important to watch. Mm. But the that being said, you can you're you're telling you're doing this, you're tackling this theme, you're tackling this difficult subject matter in an entertaining way, which is that, that to me is, is a, is a wonderful example of, yeah, this movie absolutely deserves the nomination. Okay. No questions asked. Now the, the two main characters were fantastic. Okay. I thought they were great. I also thought it was really funny that halfway through the movie, I didn't actually know the main character's uh, name. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, the, the main character is um, Washington, right? Yes. And we were, Kim and I were watching, I didn't remember his first name, Kim and I were watching it and she, she's like, wow, he sounds like Denzel Washington. It's because it's his son. Yeah. And then I, I looked it up and I told her that and she goes, no. <laughs> but him and, uh, and Adam Driver, like they crushed it. Yeah. John David Washington. I thought that was what his name was and I, I was struggling to, to feel confident in that answer. So funny thing is, he is one of the main characters mm-hmm. on uh, Ballers on HBO. Oh, okay. Um, and I'd seen him on the show for a couple of, I guess, the first two seasons. And I never thought about it or him, and I didn't, I wasn't familiar with him in any right. way, shape, or form. And then I heard an interview with Denzel Washington, <laughs> in which the interviewer asked him about his son's success in the business and whether it was like whether he had pushed him or, or encouraged him to follow his path or not or whatever it's like oh i wonder who his his son is i didn't even know his son was an actor and then they're like you know and you know that's quite an interesting show to be in. involved in on ballers i was like who the hell is denzel washington's son on ballers and i looked it up i was like wait a minute that's his son <laughs> <It's>, like, <laughs> that's, that's funny because he uh, on the on the show he keeps like a pretty like like substantial beard a lot of the time Mm -hmm. so like i it kind of masks his face you know what i mean right no for sure so i never would have i would have just never made the connection maybe if he was clean shaven i might have that's that's really funny well for for those that are not familiar with this movie uh entails it's based on a true story it is a black police officer infiltrates the kkk undercover which it just sounds incredible to just read the synopsis i I was confused. <laughs> Which is the the amazing the amazing part of it is he does it by calling uh, a car like a, a car an, an ad he finds in the paper. He calls up and you know it 
shows he's interested in it and and pretends to be just incredibly racist on the phone as a white man he gives he puts on his white guy voice which is really funny because when he has to then meet them he obviously can't go so adam driver's character has to learn everything that he's telling these people and he has to play the physical persona but still Uh. stick in like the headspace and it's of <laughs> Washington, and it was, it, it, it that would that there was a lot of fun scenes around that. Like they do a lot of, of of good, like lighthearted, entertaining things in the movie, which is important. Like I said, because it can't just be, it can't just like be this slog to get through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's just dark and depressing the entire time. But they they do a good job of keeping you on the hook, keeping you entertained as they're going through, it, keeping you very suspenseful at times, which was which was wonderful. And this was another one which was really interesting. Um, the portrayal of Adam Driver's character is not accurate to what, like, the actual person. Um, so is there this was, also based on a true story? Yes. Okay. And there that cer- I was unclear about. There are certain details, like, um, he's, Adam Driver's character is, is clearly Jewish. And, like, you know, where's the star of David? Also a no-no for the... Uh... The clan. Right, and that's apparently uh, it, it's unclear whether or not that was actually the case with the with the real man it's based on, the part okay. it's based on. But I think it did a nice, interesting thing where it he had more skin in the game, mm. and I think it kind of fostered their partnership. And I don't know okay. if I don't know if it was because they wanted to have that supporting role be more present and like viable in the film. Which yeah. it, it makes sense. I think it. I think that. I think it worked out better that way that they did it. Um, it might have fallen a little flat some of the things. Uh, and like he has this one monologue, like kind of just where he's talking to his partner, and it's just it gets it gets deep. It gets you know into into like him not actually thinking about how he feels about this usually, and then putting it into the light because he's actually like kind of facing it now. And it's it. It was really interesting. Um, and there's a lot of fun to to watch, and I think uh, I believe Adam Driver is nominated for this as well, and uh, he should probably get that. <laughs> I have to go through those nominees when we get to them, but this okay. movie was was a blast. Oh, also Steve Buscemi's brothers in it, and I was like, huh, that guy looks like Steve Buscemi. Huh, they related. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think I really realized that he had a brother. Yeah, he, he had he has those crazy eyes. <laughs> Uh, one other thing, uh, as I'm looking, because I'm on the Oscars uh, actual website, um, and for Best Picture, it lists the producers of the movie. I didn't realize that Jordan Peele was involved with this. Mm-hmm. I know it was a Spike Lee movie. Um, yep. I did not realize that Jordan Peele was involved in producing this movie. Um, I just found that interesting. Yeah. Keeping himself in the uh, the old Oscars conversation. We'll see if he can bring it home for real next year with us, which is uh when i think of the trailer it still haunts my dreams oh yeah it's uh, terrifying so I'm, I'm i am looking forward to being horrified by that movie very much um so. <laughs> so rounding out our uh medal winners um who would you pick for third uh, place third place is a tough one um it's tough i'm between two okay which are the two the two that i'm between are vice and a star is born okay and i think i'm gonna go with a star is born Okay, and that makes gonna... sense because when we get to our predictions uh, segment, which will probably be the shortest, <laughs> uh, I would have thought 
considering this one came out kind of on its own, this one dominated the conversation. I was kind of wondering whether this would be the shoe-in winner. Um, it's interesting to see how it's kind of been left behind in the conversation, uh, at least so far as what I've been seeing. Yeah, A Star is Born? Yes. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. It's inter- it is interesting. Um, it's... Man, the movie is very, very, very depressing. Really? Um, it's a very good. It's very good for probably 75% of it, but the other 25 is very depressing. I have to say, the connotation, just surface value of the uh, title, doesn't seem like it would be depressing. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's tough. It's tough to get through. Uh Especially if there's like if there's certain themes that you're familiar with, they can it, it can be a little bit difficult to watch. I'll confess, I am of all of the these that I haven't seen. That's probably the one that I'm kind of most functionally uh, aware of where the story goes. So I could definitely see how there could be some of it, but I guess uh, the extent to which you're saying uh, is is what's surprising me. Yeah, it's 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 tough. The last uh, the last twenty minutes or so of the movie are just impossible. I I actually. When we left the theater on that one, it was like, man, that was a wonderful movie. I don't think I can watch that again. Mm. Um, it's the one that you put on when you need to cry. Uh, maybe not then either. Oh. <laughs> it's it's too much. It's too much. It is. It's too much. But it's um, wonderful. Then the music is just absolutely fantastic. And I know you enjoyed Vice. Uh, I did. Vice. Uh, we'll find out soon. Adam McKay will be getting my pick for best director. Okay. okay. Uh, the the movie itself, fantastic. Overall great. Christian Bale, just bonkers. <laughs> like, I just don't understand how <laughs> the transformation like that can happen. It's funny. I was listening to a podcast today, um, and Ben Lyons, who does something in the movie world. Uh, <laughs> I actually, they did not do a good enough job of saying what it was he was from. But then again, if you knew the source you would understand why that was the case uh, mm-hmm. um he is an american entertainment reporter and sports commentator that's not as helpful as i'd like but <laughs> it's better than nothing um i'm not sure who he writes for but i did know that he was some sort of reporter uh ben Lyons was re- was talking about christian bale um and his and he brought him up to compare him to um, Daniel Day-Lewis, that he's kind of taking up the mantle of Daniel Day-Lewis with him going by the wayside now, having, uh, at least for now, having formally retired from acting, uh, that Christian Bale is going to be the one that we think of from now on when we think true method and possibly going a little too far and being a little too serious and too pretentious about his roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with probably just as much skill as well. Good for you! <laughs> Good! that's a rough thing to listen to Mm -hmm. um although at least that line is worth a laugh um (laughs) but he uh, just like the thing with lewis he has the skill to back it up you know being that sort of pretentious ass if you will yeah um so i just found that to be interesting i hadn't thought of it that way but when he said it i was like you know that makes sense to me yeah no it's that that does make a lot of sense and i could i totally see that and i would agree with it um I yeah I generally like the movies that I see him in like I haven't I don't I don't know that there's one that I've come across that I've just been like Ugh. 
So, <laughs> but this this uh, this yeah. portrayal was was bonkers. Just the transformation, like put your politics aside. Take just take the picture <laughs> of Dick Cheney and put it next to Christian Bale, and you're just gonna go, "How did that happen? <laughs> How did you get there?" <laughs> And you don't have to like Christian Bale to appreciate the fact that he literally saved Adam McKay's life. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> um, okay, so we you put those two of them up. Which one would you choose for third place? I think I'm going to do Star is Born. So Green Book, Black Landsman, and Star is Born. Okay, okay. Interesting. Um, now, I guess is the best time to say, which we think will win. Uh, my guess is Roma is going to win. Yeah, I... I'm going to hold out hope that Green Book wins. Interesting. I don't think it will. No, it um, probably won't. This this Oscar, I, I fully expect this Oscars to be horrible. The thing is, I wonder if there's so many things to ding all the rest of them. Not all the rest of them, but a bunch of the other potential favorites that I wonder if that allows a dark horse to come up and win. Mm. To, you know, to kind of become the, this is the quote-unquote safer pick. I wonder if something like A Star is Born retakes the lead. It would be interesting if that happens because you'll get into the, uh, you'll get the Argo backlash. Why is that? Because up for Best Picture, but not Best Director. Oh, okay. And... Uh, that's probably fair. Uh, well, the funny thing is, I heard, I've heard uh, a kind of prevailing sentiment that it's, that Bradley Cooper should have been nominated for Director and not for Actor. That's interesting to me. I I actually I, I I know people like you know people like to throw the word snubbed around. I don't think I think it was a great. I think he did a great job. I don't think it was top tier directing. Mm. Um, and I've always I've always been confused when I watch these award shows because I'm always like I look at the best picture and I look at the director and I just expect both to win, right? Like the same yeah. person to win. And it makes sense. Cause, and I've I've seen some grumbling about that too like if something is so good that it wins best picture why wouldn't it win best director because you can't have the picture without the director and vice versa if a movie were to win best director well it's like okay then that means he did a pretty incredible job of making an excellent movie right for sure but this is where uh, this is where this year is interesting for me because it's the only time in recent memory that i can see where it, it actually like shine a light on it for me because like I, I like I said I'm picking Green Book for best picture but Adam McKay for best director and the reason being Green Book overall I think is a is a just top down it's a wonderful movie I think it's a great movie overall I don't think the direction itself is not something that is like blows me away it's good um, the acting and chemistry the writing the cinematography, those are the things that really push it over the top for me. Mm. The directing and writing of Vice are fantastic, though. Like, they are top, top, top quality. The movie as a whole, not as movie entertaining to watch. I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. I can't fully, like, I can't fully verbalize it, but I can, in this example, I can see how it wouldn't be the same person. Or the okay. same the same movie. So I would say then my uh, my if I had to put money on it, I think Roma will win. Mm-hmm. Um, my second choice 
what I would guess is going to happen actually would probably be Bohemian Rhapsody okay. because that that one at the Golden Globes. I think so. It won it won some other thing in that when that sort of like biopic movie like that uh, won, it's like almost always wins the Oscar as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's like history like for that. Um, but I just I my uh, my curious dark horse runner up is a Star Is Born. I just wonder if that pulls through behind. You know, the fact that Roma is fairly divisive uh, in ways because I don't think it's actually that good. Um, Vice, I've heard some interesting people ding it for certain reasons that it just kind of doesn't click 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, People are angry about a superhero movie being in there. um, And people are angry at Green Book, including the people the movie is about. Well, I guess the family of the people the movie is about. I just wonder if A Star is Born ends up being the clean the safe, safe pick. that allows it like no one can get too mad at this one you know what i mean you know what's funny i i probably would have been i would probably have been mad if the favorite won really but i've heard some people really like that no i'm not i'm not I actually i actually I'm don't interested in seeing cuz it sounds from what i've heard it sounds fairly unique and i like unique like it's not. It's not you bad. You know our tastes. No. Um, it seems like the type of thing I might enjoy, even if it's not necessarily excellent. No, you'll you'll enjoy. It. I actually did. I actually liked it. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story. I didn't. It, it falls a little flat towards the end. It's a little chaotic. Um, but it's it's overall it's good. And uh, we'll get into actress a little bit later. But um, if if I was if let's say Roma was not on this list, I would probably be like, man. I think I I would be happy if Green Book, Black Landsman, or Star Is Born won. I'd, I'd still have the same picks, but mm-hmm. if the favorite won, I'd probably be annoyed that one of my picks didn't win. Okay. If the favorite wins, I will jump and applaud because <laughs> this is the this is unacceptable that Roma is up for Best Picture. We've talked about this when we did our Roma episode. It's not okay. It's just not. It's not a good movie, and I really. I know, it's just funny to hear it phrased in that exact way. I beg, I, I beg for someone that actually likes the movie, to talk to me about it, um, but actually have a formulated opinion on it. Do not regurgitate the same bullshit that I've been reading online. I want to hear somebody that liked this movie, for what it is, and explain to me what it was that spoke to them. Mm-hmm. dying for it. I was really hoping that you were going to have, like, it could be this, not for me, but it could be this. But you, I, I gave you that. It's the floppy wiener. It, it, <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Uh, no, I'm sorry that I let you down. I just, I didn't, I didn't have anything. No, I know, which is what's, see, that's the thing. Usually, usually you have at least that, right? And you, you, didn't, you didn't have it for me here, which, which makes me, it almost... It validates my opinion, which is unfortunate because I, I hate it so much. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, literally any of these movies can win other than Roma, and I will be happy because Roma didn't win. That's fair. Is that is that all right? I well, maybe it's not fair, but um, I understand you, <laughs> uh, and I wouldn't say that I disagree. Um, yeah. So let's move on to directing because I think this will be a shorter category. Uh, and it kind of dovetails nicely with what we were just discussing. Uh, so our nominees are Spike Lee for Black Klansman, uh, Pavel Pavlikowski for Cold War, 
Yorgos Lanthimos for the favorite, Alfonso Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice. Adam McKay, number one. That's that's your first choice. That's my first choice. Well, I guess you might as well just rank all five of them. And yeah. Just talk about it. I can't um, talk to Cold War, but I will put it above Roma. <laughs> um, so those are those are four and five then. So we'll do yeah we'll do uh, we'll do Vice the favorite Black Klansman. Cold War Roma. You forgot about the favorite. I said Vice. Oh, the favorite. Yeah, the favorite side. You know what? I thought you meant. Oh, Vice is the favorite. Yes. <laughs> that's pretty great. That's how I interpreted that sentence. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Interesting. Um. So that's that's your personal. Mm-hmm. Now, um, if Roma wins Best Picture, then it's the Alfonso Cuarón's going to win for directing as well. That would be my guess. It's just unacceptable. <laughs> Although. There's a chance for, if the electorate is kind of split on Roma, there's a chance to for a kind of a makeup call. The uh, you know like Scorsese winning for The Departed, uh, this is everyone's chance to make good on Spike Lee having never really been recognized formally before. Yeah, um, it will be a legacy appointment, but we've seen that before, and I don't necessarily hate that that's what's going on you know what i mean so uh i would not rule out the possibility of spike lee winning and i'd yeah i'd be happy with that um can we talk about the departed for a second uh you know i always love it it's one of my top three favorite movies do you know about this kickstarter to remove the rat at the end of the movie why would anyone ever do that there's i I did not know that there was this whole world of people that hate it why because they don't get it i don't know I mean, I can understand being unimpressed with it or whatever, or just yeah. kind of being like, eh, um, like it does not something that really like, like gets me super excited. But why would you remove it? It, it's well, the movie about two rats. I think I just <laughs> pointed you in the direction of the rabbit hole that you'll be diving down after this episode. <laughs> I mean, I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm really not. I'm like, I'm not angry about it. I don't care. Um, I'm just confused i just want to know what yeah the rationale is yeah yeah you should i think i think the argument was along the lines of how how it ends and then that that somehow cheapens it just by running across at the end but i disagree but yeah i i disagree um Um, on best oh sorry Oh no! I was I was I was gonna go on to a separate point because oh. I, I just don't have much more to do. With, <laughs> no, that's that's fine. I that, just I'm just I'm honestly confused. On best uh, director <laughs> though, before we move off best director, I am I actually I'm very 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 curious about um, Cold War. Okay. Because I don't know anything about it, and I haven't seen the clips, and it would be very interesting to me if something that flew under the radar for me won. Yeah, I just saw something about it recently, and I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot that this has a major nomination. Like, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know much about it. Yeah, and it, you know, could, um, could definitely was, take it over. What I was going to say to wrap up the category was, uh, I was watching Inside Man recently, and I love that movie. It's a good movie. And it's not like a best picture type of movie, nope. but... It's a damn good movie with pretty damn good direction by Spike Lee. It's the only Spike Lee movie I've actually like seen all of. Um, that's a damn good movie. Oh my god! This sorry. I guess he likes the. I like. I guess he likes the Washington family because then yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was a that was a good movie. I that what what year was that? Do you remember? 
2006. Damn. That long ago? Yeah, um, I, I love that movie. That's crazy. 2006? Are you sure? No, but I'm kind of sure. Inside Man? Anyway, what's the next category? Inside Man, 2006. Jeez. Don't That's... question me on these things. I'm always plus or minus one. Uh, you know what? I'm usually pretty good at it too, but I would have I would have got that wrong. For show. <laughs> for show. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to actor in a leading role. So, our nominees are Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born, Willem Dafoe in At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen in Green Book. Um... So who would be your choice? I think I would guess your choice based on what you were saying before is probably Christian Bale. I'm going to go Willem Dafoe. Really? Did Didn't you see, see it? Nope. No. I just want that man to have any Oscar that he can. Well, we've, 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 we've been <laughs> discussing that in recent weeks. Get that man a damn Oscar. Um, if, if we're going with things that I've seen, um, I would probably do Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper, Remy Malik, Viggo Mortensen. I can't and say a, Willem Dafoe. But... Willem Dafoe. <laughs> oh, well, no, I didn't see it, so I can't put him in the list. Yeah, and a not applicable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, interesting. Um, I think that makes sense. I This one, actually, I'm surprisingly, I have not heard much about this one. I don't know if it's just because Christian Bale is, like, a, probably, a, if I had to guess, is probably, like, the front runner big time. He really should win it. Incredibly impressed with what sounds like a very understated performance it doesn't sound like he actually really has that much to say in the role but it seems like everyone's been transfixed by his transformation yeah yeah i he give him give him you could definitely give him the oscar for that if for no other reason just the amount of work it took him to get so point to be him there is a here's actually i um funny funnily enough uh (laughs) when we watched vice at the very end after it won, I said that he was going to win Best Actor. Not just because he was great in the movie and because of what he did. The final scene of the movie, he breaks the fourth wall and talks directly to you and stares through your soul. And it's like, it's just here, take the Golden Man. Like, it's it's really good. Well, I heard he he won the Golden Globe, right? For yeah. The, for Best Actor. And what did he say? He thanked Satan. He said, thanks, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> Which is is funny, and I I, I don't even that's political. <laughs> Dick Cheney's bad dude. <laughs> like I don't I think even if you're like a uh, tried and true like <laughs> like Republican, I like, he's not a good guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he should he should be up he uh, he should get that. Just just so I could hear his speech again. I would I would very much assume that uh, he will. So let's move on. Okay, actress. In a leading role, we have Yalitza Aparicio for Roma. We have Glenn Close for The Wife. Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. Lady Gaga for A Star is Born. And Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Your thoughts? This one is a little difficult because I've only seen... I actually saw three of the movies. I, as much as I try to block Roma out, I can't. Um, <laughs> I am going to give Best Actress to Lady Gaga. Interesting, interesting. Um, just for the end of the movie? Isn't that her... Doesn't she have a very big scene right at the end? No, I actually want to... I, I liked her early in the movie. Okay. For the, Wasn't I, there... There's, I mean, without... 
spoiling it, though I imagine if you're listening to this, you may have seen them, um, and I didn't, uh, and I'm going off half-remembered second-hand information. Uh, doesn't she have a whole big thing at the end of the movie? Yeah. Or t- towards the end? Yeah. Yeah, she, okay. she, and it's great. She's just fantastic the whole way through. And I totally captivated by her performance in that movie. So, like, yeah. just, yeah. Plus, plus, she has the singing component, right? Which I guess... Dem singing chops. Bonus points, right? Uh, <laughs> for performing your own work uh, yeah. in the movie. Oh, that song is so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, I actually, I haven't even heard the song. It's shallow, right? Mm-hmm. I would have imagined by now, I've heard people talking about it forever, um, and I just assumed that at some point I would accidentally uh, run across it, and I haven't, uh, and I probably should have taken the... It's a lot easier to track that down for five minutes than it is to track down some of these movies, so... um, And commit the time to sit down and watch them. Uh, I have not heard the song, interestingly enough. I, I will endeavor to before we join to watch on Sunday, though I'm guessing that I'm going to hear it. Aren't they performing all the yeah, songs? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I still want to hear it the way it was in the movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, it's. I, it you should find the clip where they play it, where they where they perform the song, because you should just watch that yeah, clip. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, I I do want to see it as. Oh, it's it good. Originally, organically. Oh, it's you know. so good. You know what? I'll rewatch the movie. Um, I might just bail towards the end. <laughs> just to... I've done that before. There's been stuff where I'm like, I just don't need or want to watch yeah. that anymore. It's funny. Me and uh, and Dominic were watching TV recently. It was within the past week, um, and we were just looking for something to like put on while we were we were just eating like lunch or dinner or something. And um, I was scrolling through channels, and I was like, oh, I was like, The Return of the King. Nope, it's the last ten minutes of that movie. I, you got to earn those tears. I, I don't need to just jump into the end of that movie. <laughs> like if I'm watching the whole movie, I'll stick through and I'll shed a tear for Frodo. But I, <laughs> I you're not just gonna get those from me for free. You got to earn it. <laughs> yeah, right. worth my while. I hear you. Um, so I have no skin in the game with this, obviously, because I only saw Roma. My um, well, there's a second here. I actually Olivia Coleman can get it for the for second place and. Um, the thing is, she's she's just a brutally she's just an awful she plays an awful awful character like a disgusting character, but it's a very flawed person. You can kind of forgive it to some degree, but it's also it's just it's just the thing is she does it so well that I dislike the character so much. Yeah, and you do have to give the nod for that. And um, there's I, the last. 20 minutes 30 minutes of the movie um i guess at some point during that time not depicted on screen um there is a a certain amount of time that lapses i guess she has a stroke oh because because the she's playing the character with a stroke towards the end of the movie and like doing it really well like too good Mm. like not like a full-on stroke where you like you lost like you know where you like total function she but like where a, has a, that left side itself. paralysis like yeah. her her face she like her face is drooping and her left arm doesn't work and she's moving it around with her right one like it's i was like what is what's happening right here i was like did she have a stroke and then it just becomes the character for the rest of the time and it's it 
she does it really well. <laughs> like it was, I was, I was impressed. She's, she can be number two. I, I, I didn't see this, but I just like her, so um, I would choose like that's who I want to win. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not having seen enough of the performances. Uh, I was, as we said in our previous episode, I was unimpressed with uh, Yulita Aparicio's performance. It was fine, but not best actress. Uh, right, and it's now. Let me be very clear. This is nothing against her. It's just a bad movie. Mm. Not a lot for her to work with there. I don't know. I don't. I can't judge her acting chops on that movie because the movie is so bad. Yeah. Well, it's not even about bad. I just didn't think it gave her that much to do. Yeah. Like to to, to earn that nod. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like talk a little bit. Be sad. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Based on things I've seen in her, um, Olivia Coleman sounds worthy. Uh, Lady Gaga sounds worthy. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, it sounds like, did a great job. I yeah. guess she was nom- nominated for supporting actress in Bridesmaid. This is the first time they really let her have like uh, like a really meaty role to sink her teeth into, and it sounds like she did an excellent job. Um, and I, I would like to see this one. The movie uh, was very much under the radar. Uh, apparently Glenn Close really killed it in her role, too. Mm-hmm. She's a good actress, mm-hmm. too, who's never probably been fully appreciated the way she deserves to be. For sure. Yeah, I, um... It seems like kind of a wide-open field. Yep. I don't even know... I would guess Melissa McCarthy's probably the frontrunner, but... I think Glenn Close might be just because she's won the other things. It's possible. Um, uh, the other thing that maybe works against Melissa McCarthy is that movie came out almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was hearing about it, like, for its festival turn, because it was, like, a festival movie. Um, and I'm sure probably a couple of these other ones were as well, but that one I know in particular I heard about, like, way before it actually came out. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I do, I would like to see that before Sunday, if possible. I still have time to see a few. I'll probably see, yeah. I'll probably watch one tomorrow and maybe one Saturday night, so. So your choice would be Lady Gaga. That seems uh, like a yeah. worthy choice. Yeah, um, I, think, I think so. And I think she... Probably got a chance to win. I, I don't know. Uh, so let's go to actor in a supporting role. Yeah. Um, this one's... Oh, you want to read them off? Yeah. Um, so we have Mahershala Ali for Green Book. We have Adam Driver for Black Klansman. We have Sam Elliott for A Star is Born. We have Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And we have Sam Rockwell for Vice. Yep. So for this one... It's a, it's pretty much a draw for me, maybe a little a slight edge. Uh, I'm gonna go Adam Driver, Mahershala Ali, but like that's what I figured. But like, like it's a coin toss. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'm still having a tough time with with Adam Driver in general because I don't know. <laughs> I I think he's a good actor. I think he's a very good actor. I am unsure of that so far. Um, I think my, you should. I, I think you should see this movie specifically. Yeah, uh, the thing is, I've like I've seen a couple of clips of him in Girls. I never watched the show, um, and I was not really impressed. And I think he's. I think he does some of the stuff in Star Wars very good, but part of the problem is the character. I dislike mm-hmm. considerably, which I guess is probably somewhat to his credit, but. I don't know. A lot of the things I dislike about him are just are not like big noteworthy things. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so I don't know. I, and I've 
outside of those two roles, I haven't really seen him much outside of his bit part in Lincoln. So um, I just don't have a lot to work with sure. as far as his catalog. That's fair. Yeah, I, I think you... I'd be curious to hear what your take after you see Black Flansman. Mm. Because I really do think like he, he shines in that movie. Also, it doesn't help that I have inside knowledge about him as a person. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I have a friend who has worked with him, and he kind of falls into what I my you know my Ben Affleck thesis, where the the whiny ass that he portrays so easily, I believe, is pretty close to home with <laughs> who he is as a person. Okay. Um. So that is also part of the reason that colors my opinion on him. Gotcha. Um, so you would put it between those two. You said you would give a slight nod to Adam Driver? Yeah. Yeah, for okay. sure. Um, I don't have a strong feel for who is a frontrunner to win this movie. I I would guess Mahershala Ali, but... Maybe I, Sam Elliott. I suppose that's possible. This is also weirdly one that I haven't heard much about. I think Richard E. Grant won Golden Did Globe. He win the Golden Globes? I think um, so. Interesting that we're going down the, the Star Wars um, thing, because he's been cast in episode nine i believe he's playing a first order officer you know what you didn't even have to say like i could have guessed just look at his face he's just like a he's a standing on the bow kind of empire-y face i mean he could possibly have been playing an alien but yeah he seems much more first order than he does resistance right Mm -hmm. what Um, if he's playing zizor (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, no, I, I mean, I heard him and Melissa McCarthy together have great chemistry in that movie. So yeah, I, I yeah, I would really like to see that before. Um, I'm gonna have to get, my, get get a hold of that one. Yeah, so for me, uh, Adam Driver, Mahershala Ali, Sam Elliott, Sam Rockwell, and then Richard E. Grant, not applicable. Yeah, um, I've heard a lot of people um, like Sam Rockwell well enough, but it sounds like, like he really only has like one big scene, right? It sounds like. Um, a lot of people are kind of confused as to why he was nominated over someone like Steve Carell, who also had a good performance and had more to work with in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. He doesn't... I wouldn't even say he had one big... He didn't really have it. He was very small clips of him. Oh, I, I miss her. I thought for some reason that I had heard that like he basically just had one extended scene that was it or something like that. No, he, he pops up a few times, but it's just for a short, short period. But yeah, Steve Carell... Um, Though some of the facial expressions that he used and mannerisms were very, very similar to Brick. <laughs> uh, he actually, like, he, he probably should have gotten nominated for that. The funny thing is that role, he Sam played Donald Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld, right? Yeah. The funny thing about that is it's such a great meta joke for the McKay catalog because in the first Anchorman movie, Brick... That when they do a where they where are they now thing at the end of the movie, became an advisor in the Bush administration. Yeah, that's such an incredible yeah. <laughs> bit of like metatextual joking. That was certainly around. not coincidence. No, no, it's not. Considering McKay did both those movies, it is just so. It just feels like I could have cast anyone in the world for this role, mm-hmm. but I need to do that just to punctuate this joke. Yeah. 
15 years in the making. If that's like all it was, like the movie, let's say the, the movie bombs or it's just absolutely terrible, it would have just been worth it for that. Yes. And the thing is, up until like right now, I don't even think I made that connection. It's like uh, Anchorman I, I guess 3. I probably would have if I'd seen the movie, even though I know he's in it. And I, like I, I just said to you, I think I'm pretty sure I was right. Like, oh, he plays Donald Rumsfeld. I'd, I'd heard that. It just never quite clicked until I was saying it right there. So funny. All right. So moving on to our final major category, uh, we will go with actress in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Amy Adams for Vice. Marina de Tavira for Roma, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favorite, and also Rachel Wise for The Favorite. Yep, yep. So this one's interesting to me. I don't... Sometimes the category confuses me. Okay. Um, what's weird is that Olivia Coleman is Best Actress nomination. Correct. And Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are supporting actress. When mm-hmm. those two characters are the main characters of the film and Olivia Coleman is a supporting role. Interesting. It's very odd. Is it one of those things where like, the two of them kind of cancel each other out? Because they're co-leads? That's the... Th- I, I guess, but it, in which case... It's just weird. So then in that case, there's no lead. Well, I was surprised. I assumed that Mahershala Ali was going to be nominated for Best Actor and that Viggo Mortensen was going to be for Supporting Actor and it being the other way around. That surprised me. So yeah, I, if you see the movie, that makes a little bit more sense. It still does seem a bit odd, though, because I imagine they're both on screen a similar amount of time, right? No. Really? No, because the the like early the early the opening of the movie is Viggo Mortensen. The close of the movie is Viggo Mortensen, oh, and okay. they they. They meet and they go through their journey in the middle, and they they meet up again at the end it's during that closing scene. But it is more about Viggo Mortensen in his family life and him turning around. Hmm. Um, like marginally, like it's not it's not like a it's not a big a big difference. But it is like if you if you watch the movie, you could be like, okay, I get it. Like I see why. It, they fall if like they have to fall into the category they won't you can't have two people fall into best actor from the same movie i don't think can you but apparently you can have two for this for, for supporting for supporting <laughs> right and it, it, that's that's what's interesting about it but anyway um this is uh this is emma stone hands down oh really yeah well it's funny because i know when i was talking with you recently didn't you was it you who said that that kim doesn't like yeah. her yeah and she said and she said while we were watching the movie she deserves it. <laughs> she was like, and she's like, and that means a lot coming from me. Because <laughs> I haven't heard much about her and Rachel Wise. I have heard uh, a decent amount about Olivia Coleman in that movie. Um, I like Amy Adams. I haven't really heard much about her in this movie though. Yeah, she was uh, she was good. I, you know that I'm not a huge fan of Amy Adams. I'm putting her second. Which is interesting. I, I like her. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I have heard people rave about regina king mm-hmm. in Hill street she'd be number three uh, and the only one of these that i've seen was roma and i actually thought that she did a good job in that movie um i thought she did a better job than than Yelita aparicio did so yeah um this is uh the one who played senora sofia the you know the, the woman who was the, the lady stop, of the house, stop making me remember the movie what are you doing uh, no, I just want to say I actually thought that there was no, I, some I nuance and some depth to the the character and the portrayal. Um, 
I actually felt like they gave her stuff to do, mm-hmm. and I thought she acquitted herself very well. Uh, probably the only decent thing about the movie. I'm not even gonna. Uh, no. That's <laughs> too. That's too close to praise. Uh, so um, I'm going Emma Stone, Amy Adams, Regina King, Rachel Wise. <laughs> <laughs> and, <I'm done. laughs> uh, and I like Rachel Wise. I, I really want to see that movie. You should. I was trying to see it the other day, and I—that was the technical difficulty. Oh. <laughs> My internet hasn't been great. Mm. But um, yeah, it's yeah. Interesting. Um, so you think that Emma Stone would be both your your choice, and you think she's? I do think she's going to win. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I'm on board with that. I like her in general. Um. I, I do think at times kind of the hype has been a bit overdone around her. There's a point in this movie where she hits herself in the face with a book and I could swear she's really doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, it's, a, it's a great character. It's like a, it's a twisted great character. I like it. Hmm. All right. Well, I am curious to see how this is going to unfold. Yeah. Um, I you didn't want to do any other of the categories. The big six are good, or is there anything else you want to tackle? I mean, oh, we could no, just... we did, there is one more. Yeah, you said you wanted to do animated. I almost said animated. Animated picture, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see any? So he, this... Oh, this is why you were asking me earlier today. I forgot. I I honestly forgot. Isle of Dogs was was from this past year. So yeah, the nominees are Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs. Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So this is like one of those ones where I'm usually against people being this adamant when they don't have all the facts. I'm almost always adamant against that. And if another one of these movies wins, I'll have to watch it just to see. But Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the best animated movie of this year. Like, it it, it just uh, is. It Honestly, I'm going to say something that people aren't going to like. It should have been nominated for Best Picture over Black Panther. Yep. Yep, 100% agree. Why can't it be if Roma can be nominated for Best Picture and Best Foreign Language Film? Yeah, someone sent me that note after we after our episode the other day. I didn't realize it was nominated for both, uh, which just further confuses me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse should win this. Uh, I saw Isle of Dogs. I liked that movie. Uh, it's not worthy of winning. Yeah. Certainly not worthy of winning over that movie, at least. No. no and, and let me be clear, and we've been clear over and over again. We love Black Panther. Love There's a it. lot of movies I love that don't deserve to win Black Panther. That don't <laughs> deserve to win Best Picture. <laughs> Correct. And uh, on the other hand, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was actually like, it was. it had everything. Yeah. It had everything. It had heart. It had great characters. It had great voice acting. An incredible story. Wonderful direction. Just the out-of-this-world animation. Like, that was just... The aesthetic of the movie is so good. Yeah. I can't get over I I am so... Like, I cannot wait to get my 4K copy of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hope, hoping, fingers crossed, for Best Buy to do a steelbook of this one. I really would like that. I, I, I get the steelbook if it's something that I really adore. You, uh, hey, and you know what? That proves my point. I have the steel book of Black Panther as well. <laughs> I I would like the steel book for Into the Spider Verse. Did you end up getting to see Isle of Dogs? Because you asked me about it this morning. No, I didn't. 
I wanted to. It was, I mean, if you like Wes Anderson stuff, you'll enjoy the movie. Um, Should I just watch I, Grand Budapest Hotel again instead? I, that's definitely the better movie. Yeah, um, that movie's so good. I and love And you think it so was much. me. <laughs> I must away. Um, you know, I was just watching something recently. It was like showing like a behind the scenes thing. And it was showing them when they, they do one of the two um, train scenes where they're they're rolling up and you see the all the the, the soldiers out in the field mm-hmm. and they showed them shooting that scene and it's just the two of them basically sitting in a box with three walls on wheels they're not even <laughs> on a train car and it was showing them like like a camera rolling along with them sitting in this box and like you can see everything around them I was like wait a minute what? oh my god that movie <laughs> I don't know what, but all, like it's that. If you if you listen to us and you watch that movie, you'd probably think like this seems like a movie that I probably would be annoyed by or like wouldn't like. But for whatever reason, it just I it just makes me laugh hysterically. It's so absurd. Yeah. And I love every second of it. It and you know what you did? You also perfect storm like. You added. Uh, you had a touch of Jeff Goldblum with just a dash of Willem Dafoe. Like, what genius put this together, <laughs> put this cast together? <laughs> and you got your rape binds. Ah, uh, so good. So good. Uh, I want to watch that movie again so bad. Are there any other categories that... Hang on. There was someone... Thing. I'm gonna scroll. I'm, I'm scrolling through the categories real quick. The only uh, other one that I know a lot of people like uh, to talk about is um, like something like screenplay. Original screenplay. Yeah. What What are our nominees for that? Let's see. Wow, there's a uh, lot of nominees for adapted screenplay. Holy lord. We have five for original screenplay. We have the favorite. We have first reformed, uh, green book, Roma, and Vice. <laughs> I did hear a lot of love for First Reformed. That was another one that I heard people were upset that... Uh, Wait, did you did you specifically leave out Roma? No, I said it. Oh, I, I, thought you, I thought you just didn't say it. <laughs> no, I said the favorite First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, and Vice. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I just didn't um, hear it. <laughs> First Reformed also was one that I... Uh, it, one person in particular. Um, but the, I heard some grumbling that it wasn't included in Best Picture and that Ethan Hawke wasn't included in yeah. Best Actor. I'm very curious about that one. Actually, that's on Prime, I believe. Okay. So um, I would like to see that. Yeah, I don't know a lot about it, but I am weirdly intrigued. And uh, it did seem like there was some genuine uh, good sentiment for Paul Schrader being nominated for this. So I'm curious to see if he might win it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be intriguing to me and make me want to see the movie even more. Yeah, for sure. What about um, Best Adapted Screenplay? We have... Uh, we have The Ballad of Buster Scruggs by the Coens. We have Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. It's weird that A Star Is Born is on Adapted Screenplay and a couple of these other things were on Original Screenplay that were based on stuff. Well... It's interesting because one, the, the other ones are based on, some of them are are based on stories, like a, a thing that happened 
And A Star is Born is based on another screenplay. So it's an adapted screenplay of a screenplay. I guess so, but was it, or so I guess maybe a better uh, example would have been Black Klansman then. Or is it a book? Can, I, I don't know. No. Uh, or, or Can You Ever Forgive Me? That's based on a true story as well. Like, um, Well, Black Klan, I think, I think there's a book about Black Klansman. I'm not okay. sure. It's possible. I hadn't heard. But that's probably what the, that's probably the case. Why it would be in that category rather than the other. Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. Now, Interesting. Can You Ever Forgive Me might be based on a book as well. Uh, it's about an author who goes to prison. Uh, so I imagine she wrote Could. her own tale. Could be. Could be. Or... Now, didn't she... I, I forget. She faked... I forget what the story is. She faked a bunch of letters by famous authors and then sold them as real. So, yeah, either I'm wondering either it's maybe there was a written story of it already or I'd be curious if there's some sort of technicality with it being based around the premise of the letters. No, I just wonder if she wrote an autobiography. Maybe. It's possible. I just think it would be, it'd be interesting to know the rules behind like what gets you in which category. Yeah. Um, are there any interesting like, uh, let's see, sound editing? Like, why is what? Why is Roma just in every category? I don't understand. Did you expect it to be otherwise? You know, it's gonna win for cinematography. What else is up for cinematography? We have Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, and A Star Is Born. That's not really. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick any of those. Um, um, we have original song. Shallow. Which is going to win, but I just found it funny that I'm looking at it for now, and uh, I didn't realize that one of the songs from Black Panther is up. <laughs> oh, really? I wouldn't have thought of that. Score, maybe. I wouldn't have thought of that having original song. It's, it's interesting. Hmm. Um, then there's uh, The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, I'll Fight from RBG. And when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. All right. All right. What about like any sort of uh, special effects or anything like that? What do we got there? We have a... Sound editing, sound missing, visual effects. We have Avengers Infinity War. Yep. Okay. We're done. (laughs) Christopher Robin, uh, First Man, Ready Player One, Mm -hmm. Solo, A Star Wars Story. Uh, solo. Well, I figured Ready Player One would get you. Um, no, it, oh, you specifically because a lot of the times it's very good, but there are times when it's not, and I think to get the to get the win, you gotta have it through. I feel like Infinity War is gonna win, but I feel like Solo should win just for the Castle Run scene alone. Solo should win for the mixture of like practical as well. Sure, but the Kessel Run... The Kessel, yeah. I, I 100% agree. You mean... You, you, oh, you mean that screensaver that we watched for 10 minutes? Like, it was unbelievable. <laughs> looks so good. It looks even better on my TV now. <laughs> oh, you put that on there? Nice. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I have not had a chance to watch that since uh, the theaters. I, I uh, wanted That's it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good rewatch. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was solid. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we uh, wrap this baby up? No, just, um, you know, do better next time.
<laughs> all right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Flicks and a Whisk. Thanks for joining us. Whip, we will whip, be... Stir. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll be back next week for more movie and beer goodness. Until then, I'm Alessandro Bielsi. I'm Anthony Costanzo. Cheers. Cheers.